Was it the G spot? <laughs> it was some spot. <laughs> it was Dalmatian spotted. Disney Plus, shout out. <laughs> uh, no, we don't promote that here. <laughs> Get that trash out of here. Womp. Don't you want to watch 102 Dalmatians? No. Fine. <laughs> I don't either. <laughs> my favorite thing is like everyone's going ape shit over Disney and they're like, oh my gosh, they have obscure Disney show. Like, I'm so excited that I signed up. It's like, you never heard of that show. <laughs> you just scrolled and found the weirdest shit on the list and you said that you're excited about it. Stop lying. Seth's calling you out. Y'all dumbasses got it to listen to your watch your marvel movies which is fine i love marvel movies <laughs> but stop trying to pretend that you like some show called like bonked or something like nobody knows what the fuck that is just stop trying to be cool is that really what it's called i can't be sure i don't know <laughs> i don't have the app i can't tell you i'm getting it this weekend <laughs> <laughs> you better not girl that shit crashes all the time yeah just i'm letting the kinks get out and all that first yeah, that's more unreliable than RuPaul letting a fair season of RuPaul's Drag Race Ooh, happen. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Sorry, I got nothing. <laughs> yeah. Fuck you, Ru. <laughs> oh, God. Hi. Thanks for coming. Hey, girl. Thanks for coming. Well, hello, and thanks for coming, UK. My name is Seth. What's yours? Hi, Jamal's here. Hello, it's Stony. Hey, everyone. Welcome back to another rousing episode of Thanks for Coming, the most magically gay podcast. We are back, back, back again this week to bring you the latest in RuPaul's Drag Race UK news slash recaps and all that fun stuff. So we're going to get to that. But before we do, I was just wondering, Jamal and Stoney, how have you guys been doing? Oh, just dandy. I can't complain. (laughs) (laughs) I can. (laughs) I can, but I won't. I don't know. I've been I've been good. It's freezing cold here. Not happy about that. I have a heavy attitude. I'm trying to keep it light and positive, but it's just very hard when it's this cold outside. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> we definitely got like our first winter snow for the winter, I guess. I don't even know if it's winter. Uh. Um, <laughs> it's just November, but it's definitely already snowing. And then, of course, I had to like get sick and just have like NyQuil like nonstop. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I totally like messed up a friend's dinner plans last night. Like, I just completely went to the wrong location. So Uh we had to reschedule. That was fun. Yikes. Yeah. It's probably because Stoney's on the purple drink and he (laughs) led you to the wrong spot. (laughs) Yeah. Let's blame it on Stoney. Yeah. This scissor was definitely hitting. (laughs) It was hitting, girl. (laughs) (laughs) We was turned up, girl. Well, that sounds like a good time. <laughs> I know. Yeah, it was funny in the end, but I just felt like such a dipshit. So, Tiffany, if you're listening, whoops, girl. <laughs> Sorry, girlfriend. <laughs> Very cool. How are you doing over there, Seth? Oh, I'm doing just great. Um, pretty sure my supervisor is giving me an eating disorder at work. So that's kind of been <laughs> new in my life. What? Hold um, the princess die. What's well, going on? Well, okay. 
so this week i probably should save this for next week's podcast but whatever but i'll, I'll tell them about the dentist next week <laughs> <laughs> um we have you know my new supervisor she's been there for a few months or whatever but she's like really into fitness and she's like one of those people that like brings like meals and she has to eat like like every two hours or something like that she's like a whole 30 type of girl yeah something like that and she has a her own personal trainer and like the world's largest water bottle <laughs> oh she's carrying around like the gallon milk jug or orange juice whatever it is yeah basically so it's got like sharpie marks on it oh yeah well this is like a professional this is like a nalgene version of that but it's probably about the same size oh fancy and and there's like times of day on it so like (laughs) it's like by 7 a.m you should drink this much and by 9 you should have drank this much see that's exactly what i was thinking of what a psycho yeah (laughs) yeah so i told her i was like oh well i'm trying well i think so lead up to this, like I was already planning on like trying to go and eat healthy and stuff, but lead up to it, I'm pretty sure she like low key fat shamed me at work um, <laughs> with like the Halloween candy or whatever. I'm like, girl, heavy shade rattle. Yeah, I'm going to put that in there twice. <laughs> um, but anyways, so I was like, damn, like, okay, like I was trying to get healthy anyways. And so I told her, you know, I was like, oh yeah, like next week I'm getting on my game. Like I really want to do this. And so it was like literally Monday and I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm doing, or no, maybe it was Tuesday. <laughs> and I was like, oh my gosh, I'm doing so good. Like I really wanted sweets last night, but instead I had grapes. And she's like, that's carbs. That's sugar and carbs. You failed. <laughs> <laughs> she sounds so joyous. So positive. A ray of sunshine. I was like, I chose fruit instead of like fucking candy. Can you just like, it was day one. Can I get a damn break here? She's Gosh. like, did you wash those grapes and were they organic? <laughs> yeah. No, she wasn't even worried about that. She's like, grapes are like one of the fruits that have the most sugars in them. And that was like probably the worst fruit choice you could have made. <laughs> Way to go, well, idiot. <laughs> yeah, I know. I felt real dumb. <laughs> and then she was like, you're probably fatter now from just eating grapes. <laughs> holy shit (laughs) she didn't say that last part but that's how it felt oh okay i was like hit the hr button is there an hr button (laughs) yes hit it now smack the shit out of that please (laughs) and she's like she's like so what are you doing for physical exercise and i was like um well i mean i walked to the bus and and back home and like I'm, i'm assuming she thinks it's like three steps or something but it's like a fairly decent walk to get to either of those yeah and you know she's just and i was like it's day one i'm just trying to eat healthy jesus h christ (laughs) i know give a bitch a break like we just started there's only one x on the calendar like barely yeah i know and she was like, if you like kind of take my advice, like you could probably lose like 30 pounds in the first month. And I was like, what? <laughs> that does not seem healthy. <laughs> she's she's trying to put you on the Emily diet. That, yeah. that Cuba cheese no. diet. That's kind of how it feels. Except for she'd be like, that cheese has so many carbs in it. Just don't eat. Oh my gosh. Not hitting carbs in the cheese. It was kind of funny because the girl across the aisle was like, oh, do you want like this like cheese puff thing or whatever? And I was like, sorry, that looks like it has carbs in it. Aisha wouldn't like that. Oh my God. Oh no. I'm starting to like feel bullied into eating. (laughs) Now you have like this like 
dragon breathing down your neck, like making sure yeah. you don't touch any carbs in the office. Yeah, it's like Billy Banks is like evil twin or something. <laughs> Yikes. It's real bad, you guys. So <laughs> if you, I might be asking for help or something <laughs> soon. <laughs> I like foresee like a Blair Witch style video of Seth like sneaking a piece of candy, like making sure <laughs> homegirl doesn't see him. Yeah. And then like she comes back and I have to like develop my new like eating disorder tendencies by like barfing it up or something. Uh, she is like the Blair Witch. She would probably just suck it right out of you. Yeah. Wow. That was a weird image to picture. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but yeah so I don't know anyways I am trying to be healthy and I am going to do it on my own terms and I'm going to stop talking to Aisha about it because she's really going to make me like really start to be unhealthy so that's right one step at a time Sony and I have been low carb for six years now and we still have our like little moments where we want carbs and guess what that's fine we're still in good shape and we're all a work in progress yes girl and I've been having salads for dinner every night so (laughs) I'm really proud of myself get it going baby steps small victories yes girl All right. Well, I think I've rambled enough uh, about my future eating disorder. Sorry if that triggered anybody, but I guess I'm in the same boat as you now. (laughs) But (laughs) all right. Anyways, we got to move on before we get canceled, girl. (laughs) All right. So we are going to go ahead and get into this root cap and spill all the tea about this week's episode of RuPaul's Drag Race UK. All right, you guys, welcome back to this week's Honest Tea Spill of the Week. This week, we are back, back, back again to discuss with you episode seven of RuPaul's Drag Race. And just a quick shout out before we get into it. We're recording this a little bit later on Saturday, and today is Elio's birthday from Call Me By Your Name. (laughs) So happy birthday to you, girl. You would be 54 today. Oh, happy birthday, Scorpio. Yeah, happy birthday. (laughs) Yeah, you and Jamal could like have a joint birthday party or something. His birthday is coming up here shortly. Yes, queen. Yes. All right. Now that our... uh, business is taken care of let's get into our other business mobiz yes girl so at the top of this episode blue hydrangea has wilted her way out of the competition goodbye girl uh sadness what are we gonna do without blues isms on the show i know i miss her shade already yeah same girl but we can just leave that up to davina and viv right true they've got enough for the girls (laughs) (laughs) Yes, girl. So they come back into the workroom after the elimination, and Cheryl says that Blue shouldn't have had to lip sync, and then Baga Chips backtracks on what she said last week and said that she was 100% prepared to lip sync. (laughs) Yeah, this is just like a stunt in a show. Like, Baga, you were just saying how you're preparing for the worst. This is what you do. It's fine. And now it's like completely flipped script. I don't understand. Yeah, we all got you, girl. You've been caught on candy camera. I got you. It's a bag of lies. <laughs> that is exactly right. <laughs> Do you want to know why her hair was so big this week? Because it's, it's full of lies. <laughs> oh. <laughs> it's full of lies, Minnelli. <laughs> uh, oh. <laughs> I love Mean Girls. 
And then also she revealed that she wore that hideous jacket on the runway because the zipper on her jumpsuit had busted. Oh yeah, that did, um, that tea did spill. So there was a wardrobe malfunction and that was a quick cover up. Yeah, they tried to like do some flashy editing so that people wouldn't notice that part. But (laughs) on the second watch, I saw it, girl. Dun, dun, dun. As did I. Not good. (laughs) All right. So the next day, they are gathering around the table. I just wanted to give Cheryl Hole mad props because I really enjoyed her all black look with a leather jacket. And I thought she looked really stunning. Yeah. I like seeing the queens like in and out of drag. And I like seeing all that style expression as well. I appreciated the look. Mm Mm-hmm. Yes, girl. And then they, of course, took some time to shade Cheryl for not having any repeater badges. (laughs) Of course. (laughs) Poor Cheryl. Poor Cheryl. Justice for Cheryl. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) All right. So next, RuPaul enters the room in a suit and sunglasses that matches the wall behind her exactly so that she can blend in. (laughs) Why... Is RuPaul wearing sunglasses indoors? No one will ever know. (laughs) Can you see me now? (laughs) (laughs) If it weren't for the fact that her suit was falling apart, we might not have seen her at all. No. (laughs) Well, you know, it is finale time almost, so I'm sure she's just like celebrating (laughs) the night before. (laughs) (laughs) This was such a poorly planned outfit. (laughs) She looked like fucking workroom Morpheus. <laughs> it should have definitely been a different color. She was with those Essex girls or whatever. <laughs> yeah, just like all the pattern on it and everything. It just looked like there was like a gradient, like the gradient was turned up in the saturation so that she just completely blended into the walls. <laughs> I was like, who did this? See, and I didn't mind the suit itself, but... That whole situation was not good for that scene. No. I bet you Delta Work gave it to Rue as a goodbye present from not working on the show anymore. (laughs) Bye, bitch. There's some riggery going on here. All right. So next we move into the mini challenge. And this week is Puppets. You guys know how this one works, right? Oh, yeah. I was wondering if this would pop up in the um, UK season because this is always a fun episode on the American Drag Race when the puppets come out. Yeah, I really love the puppets mini challenge. And we haven't seen that in a couple seasons of RuPaul's Drag Race. So I was happy Mm. for this. Yeah, the resurgence is yes. back. It's always fun too to see how they're gonna like drag up the puppets as well, mm-hmm. like what reference they're gonna pull from about each other. Yeah, girl. So first Baga chose the Vivian. What did you think of uh Baga's puppet show? <laughs> it's Baga. I mean I, I laughed. I can't remember anything like too stand out about it. I don't know. Yeah, I was trying to remember exactly, like, because, I don't know, it was just more, like, bagaisms, honestly. Yeah, she did her, like, Scouse accent, but I thought it was sort of, like, tame for Baga. It was. It felt very, like, reserved. Mm-hmm. It, I did appreciate the accent moment because we know the Vivian can get going when that accent really comes out. <laughs> oh, yeah. But it was just, it kind of just stayed there. Yeah. <laughs> So then next, Davina pulls Cheryl Hole's puppet. (laughs) (laughs) I enjoyed Uh, this one. (laughs) Yeah, this was a good one. Yeah, she did a really good job. You know, Davina's so shady. And 
I thought she portrayed Cheryl very well, especially with the the look she made for her doll. Yes, that and um, did you see the death drop? Yeah, that <laughs> yeah. was so fun. <laughs> the super slow, strange death drop. Yes. drop. <laughs> Petrified drop. Yeah, girl. She did a really good Essex accent too, I thought. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> Davina knows how to turn it on. And I mean, Davina is theater. So this was very enjoyable. Right. And then next, Viv picks Davina. And I don't know why Davina was so mad last week because this week Viv picked her first for the mini challenge. So, <laughs> ah. full circle, girl. We're back. <laughs> what did you think of uh, of her? Like, you know, putting the the powder all over her face to make her face like more white and clowny. I thought it was really funny because that's something Michelle's been kind of getting on them about. So the powder and like when you do tricks like that, you have to make it exaggerated. And it was just completely appropriate and hilarious. Yeah, yeah, it was super funny. <laughs> I also thought it was funny just because they kind of been going back and forth about the red wig and stuff. Yes. And she put the red wig and then she like, was it the mermaid look? Yeah, or something like that. And then she make, made her crotch red too, yeah. which is funny. <laughs> <laughs> that was like kind of like, I don't think that was necessarily in character with Davina, but it was like a funny <laughs> joke. <laughs> right. And then last we have Cheryl Hole and she picked Baga's doll. Oh, Cheryl, she got the Baga, Baga chips. What do you think about this one, Sony? Yeah, I'm trying to remember. I, I don't know what that one, like... I think the part that I appreciated the most was when she was imitating Baga's runway because it's like legit, like we've probably, we've like done the same imitation like for the last like two weeks. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's also like, hello, Rue, like, what are you doing? Like subliminal <laughs> messages. Uh Yeah. I'm Baga Chips and I have three repeater badges. I don't have to learn the words for lip syncs. Yeah. Yeah. The- <laughs> I mean, just read the girl in front of mother. Like, I don't know. We'll get into that later. Yeah, I'm pissed. <laughs> yeah. It's like, this is not a conversation to have in front of RuPaul. <laughs> right, exactly. Ouch. But then, because there was actually no benefit to winning this mini challenge, they give the win to Davina. <laughs> she got zero Ru Peter badges and one pat on the back. Uh... Go, Davina. <laughs> you did it, girl. Go. <laughs> so then Rue brings in the Queen's family members. There's lots of emotional reactions because the girls have been, you know, in isolation for so long away from, you know, their family and their friends and all that sort of stuff. So it's cute. Yeah, one of the Queens let slip. I think it was um was it Davina or Baga? But one of them said they hadn't seen loved ones for like seven weeks up to this point in the show. So that's some um, interesting perspective to have for this moment as well. Yeah, it was really nice to see that. I'm sure they all appreciated it, except mm-hmm. for Baga. <laughs> yeah, right. But, <laughs> <laughs> but um, so then the queens, they have to turn their family members into sickening drag queens with a family resemblance. So... They start to play the reality TV portion of the show. (laughs) 
<laughs> and they just show a lot of you know the prep of getting into it yeah there's lots of um quick moments with um the contestants and their moms or sisters uh just very quick hit moments uh there was of course vivian and baga working right next to each other and vivian noticed that maybe baga wasn't as close with his mom as uh the vivian and her mom was right and i mean i guess we can get into it more but yeah there's something going on this is this this is the seed that they planted for the rest of the show right right yeah i mean i feel like with baga like it was pretty obvious like i don't know just watching it like baga doesn't I don't know. It just didn't seem like she had like such a good relationship with her mom. Like it just seemed like there was definitely something there, something underlying. Right. And last week we kind of were talking about Baga as far as like her being sad Mm -hmm. or something like that. So I'm wondering if this is, has something to do with it because she didn't really go into that anymore, you know, in this episode at least, but you know, I'm wondering if maybe these things are related. Right. Mm hmm. Uh, other things that we learned in the workroom was <laughs> that Viv and her mom were very close, and Viv was wondering if her mom had shaved her minge. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what is um Vivian's name is James? What the mom was like, James or whatever. Yeah, yeah. It's like not on national television. <laughs> like you know, she was like laughing and low key, like wow, this is this is just like this is crazy, but. Right. You know, she was trying to look good on TV, too. Like, she wasn't feeding into it. Deep down, she's like, you bastard, I'm going to hit you once that camera turns around. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to get you later, girl. <laughs> um, other things that we learned was that Davina comes from a family with seven children. That's pretty crazy. Seven kids. It's like Bronwyn on um, this Real Housewives we're watching. She's got, like, seven children. My That's, gosh. like, too many. That's a lot of kids. Yeah. I don't know, Davina explains so much, I think. (laughs) Yeah. If you have like seven children, I think that you should be required to have them do the Sound of Music uh, song (laughs) dance. (laughs) Especially because Davina is like the Jan of Drag Race UK. She is. (laughs) Holy shit. So she's just like projecting like her childhood onto the competition. (laughs) Her, like, fiancé back home is, like, George Glass. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, girl. So then we find out, you know, a little bit more about Baga and her mom's relationship. uh, That, you know, Baga is explaining for her mother (laughs) that, that her mom is very shy and her mom is worried that she'll like hold bag a bat. Oh yeah. So there's always like, I feel like with these challenges, whether it's friends or family members, there's kind of like um that moment where, Oh shit, I don't want to ruin this for my family member or my friend, or I don't want to ruin this for them. Right. So there's definitely some of that with Baga's mom. Definitely. Yeah, I just, I don't know their interaction. I think what like seems so awkward to me is that, yeah, like she is shy and timid and that's what he was saying, but it just seemed like he would never like let her speak. It was always like he had <laughs> to speak for her. It was just very annoying. Very right. bratty. But I mean, there were other like kind of moments that maybe 
help to put this in context because there was the moment where Bag and Viv and their moms were around the table mm-hmm. and um, Vivian was like, yeah, it's like, obviously we're not going to have our mom's death dropping, you know, like they can't do that. <laughs> right. <laughs> and then like all, you know, Bag's mom, they were all just chit chatting like normal. So I was like, you know, like, I don't know. Like they're, I mean, I don't want to completely like uh, villainize Bag or anything like that, but there's just like something else going on. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We don't want to like villainize. That's not the goal. But I mean, manners. Jeez. No, I, I mean, I do think that editing did play a little bit of a part in this in that they just tried to make Baga look as bad as possible. But like, I think that Baga is probably more of like an extrovert, obviously. And then like her mom is um, very introverted. So I think it can come off as very kind of like rude because Baga is always kind of speaking for her and kind of coming off as like the dominant one. So it just seems like disrespectful almost. Yeah, for sure. So next, we have a Cheryl Hole sister trying on a bodysuit. <laughs> and I guess, you know, it's a little bit tight. Oh, yeah. So, like, the zipper busted, right? Like, the clip yeah. of this, if you haven't watched yet, listeners, first of all, what are you doing? Um, <laughs> go back and watch this because it's so funny. You just see them behind the shade. Like, this is a team effort. We're trying to get into these pants, Henny. Yeah. And then there went the zipper. <laughs> I felt so bad though. Like, I did too. If that were me, like I would be so mortified because I don't know if she's like self-conscious or not, but I for sure am. So like that moment on national TV, I would have been like so like mortified. Yeah, you would definitely have to like go with it and just have fun with it or you'd be absolutely like devastated inside i think that i would have to laugh at myself like i believe she was i don't think that i got any of those kind of vibes because she was just like oh shit hopefully i didn't ruin this for you because i'm busting out your garments (laughs) yeah and then (laughs) cheryl's like should have laid off the cheeseburgers chief (laughs) i know That was the rudest part. <laughs> I was like, damn, girl. Like, they Everything must have a really close was relationship. Fine until he had to bring up the cheeseburgers. <laughs> Leave the cheeseburgers out of it. <laughs> so then, you know, we kind of touched on it a little bit earlier, but Viv notices that Bag and her mom aren't as close. And yeah, so that's pretty much the, the end of the first act. I think that we will take a break here and then continue with the runway. Yes, runway. Hey everyone, thanks for listening to our podcast so far. Thanks for coming. Right now, we're probably refilling our drinks or maybe even gluing down our lashes again. While you wait, here's some things that you should check out. Yeah, remember everyone, you can email us tfcpod at gmail.com and um, tfcpod on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. Oh, and one more thing you're not my real dad, and you never will be. Anyways, back to the show. Hey everybody, welcome back. We are ready to get on with the second half of the show. I'm sorry that it took me so long to get back. I was actually here, but my outfit made me blend into the surroundings, so you just didn't know I was here. (laughs) I heard what you said. He was here the whole time. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Wow, this outfit's great. Thanks, Delta. All right. Well, speaking of outfits, it's now time for the runway and we just have to take a quick pause to talk about RuPaul's outfit because I was living 
Yes, it's Scorpio season. That means the legs are out. I was very into this look. I was getting like um, fairy godmother, Tinkerbell of your dreams vibes. I just loved it. Yeah, Reynolds says that he loves it too. (laughs) If you heard that. Yes. (laughs) He's like a howler monkey. So category this week is drag family realness. And first down the runway, we have Cheryl Hole and Sissy Hole. Uh, What did you guys think of (laughs) (laughs) these sisters? I loved it. I thought that they looked, I knew from the start of this challenge, oh, if anybody gets family resemblance as a prize itself, it's going to be Cheryl because they, you couldn't tell who was who at first. Right. And then their performance, even though Sissy was a little delayed, she was still hitting the choreography and it looked like they were both having a good time. I enjoyed it. Yeah, I did too. It was very cute. I thought it was very on brand for Cheryl. Yes. Hull. I loved the name Sissy Hole. I thought that was cool. Uh, I bet you did. (laughs) And yeah, so I don't know. I really liked it. I thought it was really fun and it was definitely family resemblance. Yeah, definitely. There was the family resemblance. I mean, the, the outfits did not match in color, but their makeup was like basically the same, which of Mm -hmm. course, you know, makes sense. You know, this, uh, Cheryl's sister taught, you know her how to do makeup so of course it should like look good on both of them <laughs> right and you can tell too even though that sissy hole was like a little bit slower like you can tell it's just because of nerves because like you know the whole basically episode she's like oh my gosh it's like rupaul this is major like this is so cool yeah yeah you can tell that she was having that like fangirl moment through all of it oh for sure i mean like you know during the table visits rue comes to the table and she's like hello 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 <laughs> like you know yeah <laughs> <laughs> i did catch that yeah so like it, i don't know it was cute i thought they both looked good they were both doing like typical cheryl like runway walks and i think that you know even though michelle was very critical of cheryl and her sister for wearing bodysuits she's like well i think it's a cop out like i don't know and i'm like girl like they're showgirls i wearing a bodysuit like once <laughs> is not a cop out right right i don't know i just think i always get so annoyed with michelle on the family resemblance challenges because she literally contradicts herself every single time so this is just another perfect example of that yeah i'm like they look good leave it alone like they look good it's fine right and (laughs) And Alan Carr was like saying how Sissy's like bodysuit was like something like you'd walk through like at a like grocery store or something like that. Like, I don't know. <laughs> I was like, Alan Carr, you can fuck right on off. Like, sorry, UK. But I <laughs> <sighs> fuck both of them. Yeah, I didn't, ag- I didn't agree with that at all. I think that sometimes they're just um, I get the intention of the critiques but this isn't something that Cheryl's been relying on and it's not always easy to dress like whoever in drag that's not yourself so not saying that this was a cop-out because it's not what I'm saying is it's just the look like it's probably what looked the best on both of them together after the other outfit didn't work 
out so well. So like, just leave it alone. Right. I don't know. I'm annoyed. I'm sure I sound annoyed. Yeah, I'm annoyed too. Because like, okay, like if that's your personal preference, Michelle, that's fine. But don't like tank her whole like performance just because of your personal preference yeah those faces were beat and the hair was laid so i think that they could have got higher marks i think so too (laughs) then we have uh viv and her mother played by debbie reynolds from halloween town uh they come walking (laughs) down the runway (laughs) (laughs) fucking god awful (laughs) I know I'm just like can I just say like this is what annoys me because I didn't think Vivian and the mother were bad it was just that they weren't bad they weren't bad it was just that Michelle like was basically like gagging over them and I'm like seriously they don't even look the fucking same like, I know she's wearing like a fucking robe and Vivian's like wearing like a bodysuit or whatever a long black yeah body yeah. contrast I'm just like and it's like lace so I'm just like it makes no fucking sense Michelle <laughs> there's no consistency here there is like 100% collusion yeah we seem confused this week on panel yeah i thought the vivian did look really good though vivian's half of the family super good mom not great (laughs) (laughs) like the way i wasn't i wasn't living for it like they didn't look like bad but like i agree like the wig wasn't anything over the top it looked like one of those pekinese dogs whatever alan carr said it did yeah and they put her in a witch robe Yeah, it was very, I was getting very um, coven vibes. (laughs) Right, like the robe didn't even match. Like there was really no family resemblance there other than like they both had blonde hair and they were wearing black. Right. It's smart taking the like princess and queen angle because you're just coming out and saying, well, we're not going to look the same, but we're related. (laughs) Yeah. So nice try there. She's like, this is me and my grandma. (laughs) (laughs) this is awful yikes so let's move on to different family that i thought did really good davina and delicia de campo delicia i enjoyed this one i knew that they were gonna have fun i could just tell from um their interactions and just kind of the things they're back and forth as brother and sister in the workroom that they were gonna have fun on the runway and um this was very fun to watch yeah i like I obviously they were the best ones of the night I thought that they um I don't know it was just really cute the way that she like had the red hair and the dress with the baby bump Mm -hmm. and um I also thought it was good idea too with how Davina like she didn't try to like make it like on the runway overly complicated with like choreography or whatever they just were out there and kind of did crazy stuff mm-hmm. so it like made it easy for both of them to be on the same page it wasn't like where cheryl and sissy they were trying to like do all this complex shit you know what i mean yeah i mean there was that one moment like this like on the second time they did like their little moves or whatever where you can tell they were just like ready set and then go but they <laughs> cut in before they started so like <laughs> I feel like the editors were a little bit shady on that part. Yeah. (laughs) But yeah, they both looked really good. Like Alan said, I could not tell who was who. Like for most of the whole runway, I was just like, wait, which one's Davina? Which one's a sister? Like I can't figure it out. It was a little bit of a shell game, wasn't it? It really was. So yeah, I think they did really good. I know some of the judges were critical of their outfits, but I don't get it because I think the outfits looked great. 
And can we just say, I don't know, maybe it's my TV settings, but I don't get like with Michelle, like bitching about Davina's gray makeup. Cause to me, it didn't really look that gray, but I don't know, maybe my TV settings are off or something. I don't know, girl. I feel you though. Like I, I just, I mean, her face isn't as like warm, like as orange or whatever, but I don't think that's bad like i think her face be looks just fine Mm -hmm. i don't know like i don't feel like she was because you know like some queens come out there and they look like a ghost like it's not that's not what davina look (laughs) yeah or like scaredy cat you know kind of like i'm just like pal as fuck but yeah like davina to me it just that's her skin tone i don't really know why michelle just like won't let this go it's like that one thing that she's just like obsessed with this season throw some blush on it davina and keep it moving yeah i i personally haven't had an issue with davina's makeup the whole season myself like i just don't see it like i don't see any issues with her makeup so yeah i don't know whatever like michelle <laughs> Yeah, yeah, one hundred percent. I've always thought Davina's makeup was fine. So yeah, this is sorry. This is like my like episode where I'm just like, fuck you, Michelle. Yeah, one hundred percent. She was like especially annoying this one. She was. She was on all of our nerves. Yeah, they like don't show her all season, and then she gets one episode, and she just ruins it. It's like the fanfic in me. Like part of me is like looking at RuPaul. You know, they do the quick cutaways of all the panel members. I'm like, I wonder what RuPaul's thinking. Like right now, like shut the fuck up, or that's interesting. She's like, we need to bring Merle yeah. back, like ASAP. <laughs> I miss the old Michelle. God, or Santino. No. No, he's still canceled. <laughs> All right. So, our last group of the night Miss Bag of Chips and Sack of Spuds. <laughs> Sack of Spuds. Okay. I like that name. I did not like this runway. Although, I thought Bag looked very chic. I don't know. I just didn't realize that Liza Minnelli and Morticia Adams were related. So, I guess I learned something new tonight. <laughs> yeah. Like. <laughs> I don't know. First of all, Baga's runway looks are never great anyway. Like, it's always just some basic. Thrown together. Yeah. Very thrown together. So there's that, which it's like, okay, whatever. Party city, here we come. Um, (laughs) And then, like, her mom, I don't know. Like, it just didn't make sense. Like, they were wanting to, like, do this Kris Jenner. uh, Kim Kardashian. Kim Kardashian thing. But it really made no sense that she had, like, the sex tape thing out there because it just didn't come off as that so it was just really weird i think it was just the styling like the the hair and the makeup and the outfit should have been different and then i think like we could have really exaggerated the kim k angle or taken another route yeah um, in the kardashian realm i don't know it just seemed very thrown together yeah i think the one good thing about this one is um that we all now know what michelle visage is gonna look like in 30 years so (laughs) (laughs) No. Sack of spuds, spuds, girl. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, we saw that we saw Baga's outfit like in the spy runway, like with just this time she didn't wear the hat. So yeah, yeah, that's true. Cool girl. (laughs) No one's gonna call her out for wearing the same outfit again. Nobody. Okay. No way to clock that because I sure as hell did not until this very moment. I will say. I don't know. There really wasn't much like family resemblance other than just being all black, but mm-hmm. similar to the Vivian, it was kind of put together the same way. And that really, it's just like 
same hair color, same like dress color. I think that too, Bago, you can tell that Bago is putting a lot of stress on um, himself in the workroom because even trying to get like the mom ready is very like kind of rigid. I think it was just nerves, but it's almost like he's trying to like hold her hand and coach her through like the entire (laughs) runway yeah, and through the critiques. And it's like, Oh my gosh, just let go and have fun. You know, a lot of uh, the runways we like of Baga's when we're getting that like Baga personality and just like the key key, it's so easy breezy. And we did not see that this week. And I think that killed it. Yeah, it definitely did kill it because then, you know, we get to the moment, uh, to the awkward moment where Baga, you know, tells Hall and the whole, all the judges how old, old, super old, <laughs> decrepit her mother is. <laughs> yeah, she's basically like in corpse pose this entire fucking judging. <laughs> like she might as well just be in an urn up there. Like, my God, Becca. Yeah, just decorate the urn with <laughs> the same. Jeez. <laughs> like, here's my bedazzler. Just have fun, girl. Yeah. Ugh, this. <laughs> it just was so bad. I was cringing the whole time. I was almost just embarrassed watching it, to be honest. Right. It was the most <laughs> uncomfortable TV that I've watched in a really long time. And. Of course, like if you've um, been paying attention on Twitter, listeners, there's been some like tweets gone out from Baga and Baga's mom between the two of them just basically saying that this runway was perceived the wrong way by the audience and the viewers. But I don't know. I, I feel like RuPaul is um pretty skilled at reading a room and people and um everyone else in the room felt the exact same awkwardness. So I don't know if we can just chalk that up to, oh, this is our, this is how we are because it's not how you were in the workroom. Right. Because if, if RuPaul is saying it, Michelle is saying it, Vivian is saying it, and then they completely discuss it all over again on right. Untucked and Viv's like, you need to t- apologize to your mom. Like clearly yeah. it wasn't just perceived in editing. Right. And clearly like there's some underlying emotion there because the stress of the competition and then the weight of, I don't want to ruin this for my child. So of course the mom broke down, but I don't know what was going on with Baga with this word vomit. I mean, maybe Baga isn't ready to like share all of that on national television, Sure, but I think if she had provided some context to this, maybe it would have made more sense and we wouldn't just be like, wow, Baga's just a dick. Like, yeah, Mm -hmm. I don't know. It would have been nice to like understand what was going on. Maybe we'll get that in the finale. Like, why should you win? It's like, well, I've had this hard time growing up. Blah, blah, blah. I don't know. Who knows? Yeah, we'll see. All right. So... uh, we, I think we've covered the untucked portion with the with uh, Viv and then Baga like being like, "Oh, you're making me out to look like a fucking cow or whatever." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. So, uh, yeah, I guess Baga felt everyone was being very harsh, very very harsh. <laughs> yeah, it's um, Baga's very much like mind your business. Yeah about it all very much so (laughs) but in the end Davina wins the challenge so claps to you girl snaps for Davina good job queen yes and then the Vivian is safe and that means that bag of chips and Cheryl Hole are in the bottom too uh I, for some reason, thought that the Vivian and Baga would be in the bottom. Like, I did not think um, Cheryl would get there, but here we are again. Yeah, I think, tell, tell me if you agree. My ranking would be, the the top would be Davina, then next Cheryl, then 
I would say Vivian and then Baga last. Same. Yep, that's how my ranking was. So it's very confusing. Same. There's some rigor Morris going on in this episode. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, I, yeah. I mean, oh, sorry. I was just saying, I just think that Rue knew who she wanted in the top three. And also, too, the fact that they put Cheryl at the bottom with Baga and then made the lip sync song an Amy Winehouse song I was know. even more rigor Morris. Yeah. <laughs> 100 percent girl but how cool would it have been to see cheryl in the final three with zero rue peter badges against like the other two girls that had them i would have loved to have seen that yeah because it's still anybody's game i mean challenges and um mini challenge wins are part of the competition but you don't always have to have those things to make it to the top right yeah, definitely. I don't know. It's just very. Fu- it was very frustrating to watch this. Is the end of this episode. Um, yeah. So it yeah. would have been nice to see Cheryl up there. Yeah, girl. So then, yeah, like Jamal and Stoney said, they lip sync to "Tears Dry on Their Own" by Amy Winehouse. Definitely. Um, you know, kind of like a weird, like upbeat, but also slow song at the same time. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. This is one of my favorite Amy Winehouse songs. I mean, you don't think they could have aff- like afforded to do like Valerie or something like that? <laughs> I think they're like, what song can we give that Baga can win and Cheryl can't do a death drop in? Right. Like, oh, this Amy Winehouse song would be perfect. <laughs> right. This is perfect. This will really fuck over Cheryl. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> goodness gracious she can't just like go balls to the wall like she has to like slow it down a little bit right because mm-hmm. i mean cheryl's the dancer so we'll give them a song you can't dance to <laughs> right Ugh. Ugh, annoying anyway so obviously bag of chips gets to stay and that means that shez has been eliminated so sad come back cheryl miss you already girl i don't know i just liked cheryl i mean it was pretty clear from like episode one that they were like pushing um davina and baga and viv through the competition but i don't know it would have been somewhat more satisfying for me to see like one of them not here like maybe you know give bag of the valentina edit so that she can come back for uh like all stars (laughs) or something yeah yeah i like that idea yeah, I mean, it's tough. I know that, like, Baga... I mean, those top three, they've all won the most challenges, obviously. I think Baga has really struggled the last few weeks, so I don't know. I feel like they kind of gave her a pass. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Whereas Vivian and Davina have really brought it, so it would be hard to exclude them from the top three, in my opinion. Right, I mean, it's pretty clear. I mean, I... This isn't a spoiler because I don't know what's going to happen, but I'm pretty sure it's like Vivian will win, Davina will be second, and Baga will be like the third. Yeah, I don't see Baga taking the crown. Sorry, Queen. I don't either. I'm, I don't really know. I was trying to think like, who do I really want to win? And I think I'm kind of rooting for Davina. Like, okay, so as far as like what happened in the show, I agree with you because I think that Davina was like really strong. She's like the basically the Katya of the season. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah. But I really think that they're going to give it to Vivian and I don't think that they're wrong because I think just just overall in the whole scheme of the show, like she's the most polished. She's, you know, definitely knows her brand. She knows like she treats everyone nicely, like, you know, I mm-hmm. think she'll win. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, I I wouldn't be mad if Vivian won. I think I'm just more like, I'm leaning more towards wanting Davina to win. Like, just personally. Yeah. 
I, and if you listen back to the Meet the Queens episode, I think the Vivian was the one that I said was just going to like completely own the whole season. And she did. So that's kind of why I'm choosing Vivian. So just because I was right. <laughs> yes. Play the tapes. Yeah. Listen to that one again, girls. <laughs> I know. I need to go back and listen because I'm like, who did I think was good? I think I was really high on Crystal. Yeah. You guys were both into Crystal and I don't remember any other ones. I like the Vivian too. I remember liking her. Yeah. Well, I guess we'll see what happens next week, you guys. It's finale time. Oh, my gosh. And you saw by the preview that all of the eliminated girls are coming back. (laughs) Drama time. Crystal looks fucking good. Mm, yes i'm excited to see scaredy cat again (laughs) oh scaredy cat it's been too long now i'm excited oh wow (laughs) i watched scaredy cat's video that she did with the music video yeah the music which one girl there's two now (laughs) oh i think it was the one that most recently came out it was like her girlfriend or yeah cameoed on it yeah yeah what is her name pussycat or something uh pussy spice i I don't i don't know (laughs) (laughs) i don't know but anyway anyway what i'm saying is it wasn't bad it was it was pretty good i liked her first music video better but it was weird they put a weird vocal effect on on scaredy's girlfriend that was kind of freaking me out like she looked like the the devil can someone please be named pussy spice (laughs) yeah girl well that's michelle is it (laughs) (laughs) oh god all right, you guys. Well, stay tuned till next week. We will be wrapping up this season of RuPaul's Drag Race UK. Hope you guys are super excited to see what happens. And you know, we will be talking about all the riggery and the conflama next week. Yes. Remember to catch up with us on social media after um, you get the tea and the honest tea segments here at TFC Pod on Instagram and Twitter. Yes, girl. Now we will end with the sexiest segment, trade. Mmm, trade. Sissy hole. (laughs) Sissy hole trade. (laughs) Trade. Mmm, trade. 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 Hey, everyone, and welcome back to the sexiest segment in all of podcast history, trade. Hey, Trade. It's us again. Trade for hey, days. future X-Trade. <laughs> <laughs> Accurate. <laughs> All right, you guys. So we're going to talk to you about some sexy hot men. And I feel like I haven't gone first in a while. So maybe I'll take the pressure off of Jamal and Stoney and go first. Yes. Okay. Welcome. I like this. All right. So my trade kind of comes along with a story of sorts, I guess. Ooh, we like stories. So basically, my trade is a porn star. He is an adult film actor. Nice. I um, I like these trades. Yes, girl. We have uh, no slut shaming here and no sex work shaming policies. So we are going to discuss with you about my porn star trade that I have been, um, you know, I wouldn't say closely following his work, but, you know, I pop in and out. (laughs) (laughs) Sure. Yeah, I pop in and out, you know, over the last, like, decade or so. So this is famed gay porn star Brent Corrigan. 
Ooh, Ooh, nice pick. Classic star there. Yes. You know, a uh, dramatic rise to fame. Uh, there have been movies. Uh, well, there's been a movie kind of loosely based on his real life, King mm-hmm. Cobra. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, so this is my trade and I really just think he's continuously super hot ever since, you know, back in the day. And the reason why I picked him for my trade is because he has recently moved to Seattle. Oh, hey neighbor trade. Yeah. Formerly in Southern California, but now has decided to come up here to the Pacific Northwest and I was piqued my curiosity because I saw when I went to see the Abora show, the drag show with Abora and Yosuka. We talked about that a few weeks ago. Yes. So basically, the you know the show is over. It was after that, and then I saw this um, sickening queen come in, this sickening drag queen, like flanked by three attractive men. And I was like, first I was like, damn, her like look is super fly. And then I was like, wait, one of those guys looks kind of familiar. And then I was like, I don't know. But then I don't know how I somehow like figured it out, but somehow I figured it out that it was like him. It was Brent Corrigan. Hmm. Like I put two and two together. I think I was actually looking to watch other people's Abora videos and uh, he had like tagged himself that he was there that night too. Ah, confirmation. That always helps. Yeah. So that's how it happened. So I was like, oh my God, like that was him. Like this is who the familiar face was. Uh, yeah, such a moment. That's happened <laughs> to me in Bloomington randomly, but not on that level. Not like Brent Corrigan level. Like amateur porn stars. Like like. Sean Cody model. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, (laughs) that goes to our school. (laughs) While I was working at the American Eagle in Bloomington. (laughs) Oh, prime recruiting spot. Hey girl, yeah. frats on uh, the frat row. I'm pretty sure all the gays in Marching 100 would spot him because um, it was like Billy was his name, I think. That was his stage name. Oh, hey Billy. Hey Billy. <laughs> wow, they're just all around us. They're like real people too. <laughs> I know, right? I don't know, but it was just kind of cool to see like someone that like I you know was attracted to for like, I don't know, probably since high school or something like that in person. I was like, wow, that's cool. He lives here now maybe i'll run into him again that would be fun i can appreciate that everyone has like their favorite like adult stars yeah for sure well let's find out about your favorite adult stars that might not be in porn music videos (laughs) (laughs) sure so my adult star which he's not really an adult star but he is an adult (laughs) and he has a star on the walk of fame in hollywood yeah his Instagram handle is 021rod, and he is from Rio de Janeiro. Oh, hi, Brazil. Brazil, because, of course, we have to have Brazilian men on trade because it's tradition. <laughs> it's tradition. Uh, and I don't really know what else to say. I mean, he posts pictures out on the beach. Um, he's very like kind of naturally like lean and cut yeah. it's like a nice natural dude lots of uh swimsuit pictures yeah natural it looks like he has an ipad that he does things with or something <laughs> i don't know i thought you were gonna say eye patch i was like wow this really took a turn <laughs> was that a bowl of carbs he's probably not gonna eat i think it was one of his insta thought dills where he has to like pretend he likes the product 
Oh, um, yeah, yeah. Make those coins. Yeah, girl. Get paid. At least he's a working girl. Nice. Yeah. Well, cool. <laughs> yeah, so there you go. <laughs> awesome. What about you, Jamal? Tell us about your trade. Very nice. So I have some um, influencer trade this week, y'all. Ooh, he is an adult star then. <laughs> yeah, kind of. <laughs> 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 so my trade listeners is Mike Rizzi. He's looks like he's a digital creator per his Instagram profile. Um, mm. He's got a trailer for a documentary. Sorry, a trade. I have not watched it, so I don't know what that project is about. But oh my gosh! Oh, go ahead. Look, he's Spider Man. <laughs> yeah. Do you see that one? That picture? Oh my God! It's Spider Man. I think he oh makes a pretty gosh. cute Spider-Man. But there's a um, picture of him like Ooh. in front of the mountain with like twilight fog around him. And it just looks so nice. Like he's got the right. Oh, wow. That's a fucking big spider. <laughs> I didn't see that. I was just looking at his junk. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. saw it. <laughs> what? <are you laughs> wow. That was frightening. <laughs> Yikes. But no, he's a very like handsome guy. He's got um almost like perfect body hair, especially when it's like wet. No one should look that good. It's not fair. Oh my gosh, there's a video of him pretending to eat McDonald's. Yeah, I saw that. Fun. But he looks fun. He wears a lot of colorful clothing items. Um yeah, it looks like he laughs a lot. That's important. Oh yeah. He's cute. Isn't he? He's like a little bit cross-eyed, but mostly cute. <laughs> oh, no. I would just hope that he's not like too bouncy. Like, you know, some people are just like super high energy. Like, hopefully there's like a chill, yeah. chill fun factor. Sorry if I offended any bouncy people. <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> and that's my trade. Yay. Wow, Jamal, that was such like a great pick. Thank you so much. <laughs> that was lovely. I like it a lot. Yeah. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> Everything you said was just, I was really intrigued. So I was being quiet. <laughs> All right, you guys. Well, this has been fun. <laughs> so we, uh, we maybe had technical difficulties, but we finished the podcast. So ching ching. <laughs> oh my gosh. We made it. <laughs> Cheers, ladies. <laughs> we need behind the scenes cameras. I know, really, <laughs> really, we do. <laughs> All right, you guys. Well, it's been another fun week. Thanks for coming. Thank you for coming. And, uh, you know, we'll be back, of course, next week with our, um, you know, next recap. I think it's going to be the finale. <gasps> it is. I believe it is. Yeah. So I'm excited to see what goes down with the, the three girls that are totally like in the finale that we all like, you know, those, you know, the three. They're coming. Yeah, the three. It's going to be so amazing. <laughs> yeah, for sure. <laughs> so, yeah. So we're excited. Just be kind, you know, if your girl doesn't win. And uh, we'll be talking about that all next week. So until then, bye. Bye. Goodbye. Girl. Where do you think you're going? Where do you think you're going? Going. Girl.